Hello, everybody. You know what time it is. It's time for another episode of the Georgia Music Gamers Podcast. This is your host, as always, Cyber. And we got a fun show tonight, I think. Uh, we're doing a, a whole show devoted to arcade horror stories. <laughs> the idea is that, you know, you've probably been to an arcade before and you've probably played some games. And maybe you were playing DDR. And I think this is a really common one. And some little kid jumps up on top of your pad while you're playing. And they just completely get in the way and like break your combo. Or worse, maybe you kick them and they start crying and they run to their parents. That's the type of stuff that we're going to be talking about today. I think uh, enough of us have gone to the arcade <laughs> in our lifetime that we've run into one or two interesting uh, people or maybe had something interesting happen to us. Maybe you got in trouble with the the small security. Who knows? But that's what we're going to be going to be talking about. I've got a good story, but I want to hear the people who are in the chat story uh, first. I guess since this is Wirt's idea, shoutouts to Wirt, we'll go ahead and start hey, with we'll we'll go ahead and start with Wirt because uh, this was t- this was originally his idea, and I, I'm sure he's got lots <laughs> lots of great things to tell us about. So <laughs> we'll, we'll um, kick, kick off with Wirt. So the the one that I had in mind was probably the story of how I got banned from a bowling alley because of some kids. Um, it was shortly after a tournament. I think it was I think it was one of the Augusta tournaments at the Adventures Crossing or whatever. At the time, it, at the time, it was probably Funsville, Yeah. Yeah. So we I went there with um, Disco Man and. John, John Matthews and David Watkins, uh, who went by Sancho the Jew at the yeah. time. Sancho Jew. Okay, so uh-huh. <laughs> it's Wirt, uh, Disco Man, which I don't – has he been on a podcast yet? I don't think I he don't know that he's. I don't think he's been on a podcast, no. Okay. But, John, John, um, uh, John Disco Man is a guy who lives in Japan now. Uh, I'm planning on doing a show with him in the future – because he's been in Japan for over 10 years now, I guess. Yeah. But he, but he used to be a Georgia native. And then uh, the other guy you mentioned was Sancho. <laughs> Sancho Jew boy. Uh, <laughs> over 10 years ago, he had a very... I, I mean, I guess it was an offensive name. I don't I don't actually think David is Jewish. I don't know why he called himself that. But in any case, uh, he, he was a regular guy too. And it sounds like you used to hang out with him and, and John all, all the time, so... Anyway, go on. Don't don't let me. Um, so we on the way back from that tournament, we stopped at a bowling alley in Athens. So it was a place that John and I frequented because it had an extreme machine, um, and we were just like running uh, freestyles after that tournament. Um, and there was a swarm of children. It must have been like twelve of them that were all with the same parent or guardian. So it was like, um, so it was like a, group of, this, a group of kids, yeah. basically. Yeah, and like all, you know, no, none of them older than 13. Um, and they were all like, David's up on, on the machine doing his dancing stuff. Um, and these kids are just like hanging on the bar and shouting and hollering. 
and uh, he David turned to them and he just he just says, "I kill children." Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and and so they they ran and told their their parent that was <laughs> and they got pissed um and management came and was like you can't do that and it's like tell watch your children like they they can't they shouldn't be doing this either but whatever and they're like you're banned from this establishment forever so and I don't know if that still holds, but we might have our pictures up on the wall somewhere. I have no idea. <laughs> so, Jesus. What, what was the name of the uh, bowling establishment? Since, since <laughs> Was it like a Star Trek strikes or something? I can't. It was something like that, but I, I can't remember anymore. I'll, I'll like look, see if it still exists on map. <laughs> okay. That's <is> <laughs> See, but that wasn't directly your fault. That was mostly David acting up. David has a yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, he's a. I, I know him personally. He's a, he's an Augusta native. I think he still he still lives in Augusta. Um, he bought a house a couple of years ago. Most people who aren't old heads probably won't know who he is, but he used to be real active back in the day. Like you know, ten. We're talking. 10. It was Showtime. Showtime. Showtime bowling. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, he had a he had a very distinct personality, and he was known for acting the fool a lot. Uh, he he's grown up a lot now. He's matured. He's he's actually a mature adult. I think he plays disc golf now. But he yeah, used, I think you mentioned that. Yeah, but he, he he used to be real like just nuts, like one of the more crazier people. <laughs> All right, well that was good. That that's a nice start off to our to our evening of, of fun stories. All right, Kevin, you're up, man. <laughs> All right. So many of us here already know about the quality that is Stonecrest, which is where our round one is. Now, my name has special meaning that may be a little <laughs> too symbolic for some people, so I'll go into a little more detail about what it means. So I started my reputation in Duluth, like most people do, and I may or may not have gotten Enoch, one of the techs, involved at some point. He's had to write up a whole lot of incidents involving getting kids out of the way or touching them or preventing them from getting kicked. But mostly, every time I seem to play doubles, some kid ends up usually taking that as their cue to show up when I'm playing. They're getting my foot to their face. Usually not too much, but it happened. There's at least footage of one of these instances because it happened while I was with Diamashra. Oops. I'm not bringing that up because we don't need video evidence of that uh, in public. <laughs> okay. But the more interesting story of revenge comes from, uh, of course, our time at Stonecrest. A lot of people are not at Stonecrest to actually play any of the games there, so much as they are to walk around and look at other people. In this case, we have a, a gang of, of little kids or so. I wouldn't call them little necessarily, but they, they want to come around and they want to see what I'm doing. And they get in the way of a full combo because he wants to show off to all his friends how cool he is at not playing this game. Right. I don't do anything at the time. All this does is build seething resentment for the next time this happens. I swear I'm not going to let it happen. Fast forward a month later, uh, our local uh, toaster, who is not here with us. Well, actually, uh, he is here. Yeah, yeah, he just popped in. Yeah. Right now. So he already knows about my kid kicking Legacy and kicking back up on someone. <laughs> um, the next time, 
uh, another kid shows up, about 14, and he wants to show up to his girlfriend again. I'm playing Fever, which is not really a hard song, so it gives you a lot of time to think about other things. Um, and so as he decides to walk across where my iPad is, fortunately, this is a crossover that is moving to the up arrow, so what do I do? I take this as a nice opportunity to trip him while he's moving over. That kid goes flying. <laughs> You can already get okay distance if you're not really trying and you just happen to be in a good movement. In that case, I was a little deliberate. He probably went flying a good solid 15 feet to the left. Oh, Jesus. It's not really a, my legs are that powerful. It's that if you take proper advantage of momentum, you'd be surprised what you can pull off. <laughs> um, <laughs> beyond that, I've also had... Anyway, he did not get up and attack me or anything. His girlfriend mostly laughed at him, and I think he was thoroughly embarrassed enough to not attempt anything again. Plus, I maybe pulled it off smoothly enough that he didn't know it was intentional. Not that randoms can read charts or anything. Right, um, yeah, they're just <laughs> looking at the arrows flashing on the screen. Beyond that, I've had... Stonecrest has a lot of innovative dancers, as we'll call it, in that they can find the weirdest place to twerk, no matter the age or demographic doesn't matter what you're playing somehow they'll be there and then i will say i'm very surprised so far i thought by now with all the dance rush i've been playing i would have kicked so many kids while shuffling and it hasn't happened yet. so do the kids still like work they wear their way up to the pads even on dance rush not on dance rush i've only had one instance with dance rush but a ton still with der even right now like for whatever that just that open void to the right of you invites people to twerk or hang on bars or whatever but for dance rush people stay out of the way that's good that's good to know i haven't played it yet so next time i come up there i i I expect there not to be that many people then that's good (laughs) well awesome man so you're saying that toaster saw this happen when it when it happened toaster saw the first incident that led to my seething resentment (laughs) that was he was technically at the arcade while the second incident where I got my revenge happened, but yeah. I do not believe he was watching then, so <laughs> sad. Oh, awesome. Did he like end up run- did the kid end up running into like a machine or something or what what, what uh, he-, he was very close to hitting the Star Wars arcade pod, so <laughs> this was Oh my god, are you saying like, he went across the aisleway like from the Yeah, he went flying. I wasn't kidding. <laughs> That's awesome. Well th- thankfully you didn't get kicked out or banned for life, so <laughs> Uh, I don't get... Well, see, the thing is, um, Stonecrest already has a soft band system, as I call it. Because apparently security has a shit list of, like, 20-something people, where after 5 o'clock, they're getting kicked out. It's so bad, like, so organized, I guess, that when I went there with one of my friends, we went to get, like, food at the food court and came back, and all these people are just pouring out of the restaurant. I see security officers like, dude, is there, like, a fire or something? Like, no, this is the set list of people they kick out at 5 o'clock. I, I was unaware of that, but that I mean I, I'm impressed though that they actually keep tabs of people's names and stuff. They must be repeat offenders then, if that's if that's the issue. Is that like a weekend thing? Yeah, I've only seen it happen once. Maybe they yeah. don't show up or have been permanently banned by now. Yeah, but they de- there's no way you're pulling kicking out that many people at once that efficiently if you don't already know who you're kicking out in advance. Yeah, because I know they have the 10 p.m. curfew and. It's just like a bag curfew and, and all that. And that's when they start wrapping the wristbands around your wrist to make sure that you're old enough to actually stick around. 
they do kind of profile based on how active you look. So if you wear a Bamani shirt to round one, you're never getting questioned. They know why you're there. Well, you hear that? You heard it here, folks. <laughs> come come dress in your <laughs> best Bimani attire. You won't get bothered by the fuzz. They know you're dropping all the credits. They know you're keeping them in the black. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Shout-outs to Cho. Moving back to Korea, no longer paying for the, the light bill at round one. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think Cho has had some interesting stories. Do you want to tell a story, Cho, about your time at round one? Oh, yeah. I yeah I actually don't want to talk don't want to talk about the Stonecrest stories. There's, there's so many. So yeah, this. Cho Cho, Cho has had a very interesting history with with round one. Let's just let's just say that. Right. Uh, yeah. So I I don't actually want to talk about the the round one story, but I have some story about uh. The, my old age is uh, in Korea. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, uh, it was uh, 2002, and I was playing Studios A style, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and there was a there was a guy that has uh, mentally uh, that has some mental problem. Right. Okay. Yeah, and, yeah, and then and that guy, uh, and that guy was engaged to the, the engaged to the, the, the that's uh, Mormon twins, you know. Okay. Yeah. So and uh, we we uh, I and my friends uh, didn't know why, but just he he just he was just like engaged to that song. So so, so and, every every time he came to the arcade, he would play Murmur Twins. Yeah, and I come from the arcade, and then. Yeah, he he wanted he wanted people so he wanted people to select that song, and so and I so I I was I was selecting I, I, yeah I was selecting a song and he just came uh, came around me and he moved his head and he's in the in the table. I tried to without my permission. Oh, he, yeah. so he picked the song for you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds like somebody I, I know. Yeah, and I accidentally touched the button, so yeah, that song was selected. Uh, so I had to play the moment when. But, uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, well, it, it, it's a good song, but but he liked to play yeah, it too much. It's, it's a good song, I, yeah. <laughs> And, and not only me, but so many, uh, so many other people yeah, had to play because of him. So, yeah. Wow. They did this song, Mormon Twins. Yeah, that would be and I, I, Yeah, and I met that guy after two or three years later. And he, and then he, his favorite song was changed. Uh, I don't remember what, what was the... Uh, he 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 tried he tried me to select another song again, and then, but I, I don't I don't remember exactly so what what what, what it was. Uh, so something something he yeah was engaged to again. So, so, I, so. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Yes. 
we 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 just understood that because he has some mental uh, mental problems. So. so there's something wrong with him, basically. Oh, yeah, something wrong. <laughs> okay, well, well, thanks for sharing your story, and and also I, I think I forgot to, th- to say thanks, Kevin, as well for your story. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, okay, uh, that's that's fine. Uh, I guess since we're talking about mental illness, I'll go ahead and talk about my story okay. since. It, oh, that's a, that's a preface right there. Yeah, it, it sort of segues. You see how I did that? I uh, okay. Well, I'll just I'll just tell my story then. There, I don't know how many of you guys have been to a putt putt golfing games. Uh, we have one here in Augusta. It still exists. And this is this happened years ago. This was probably around the, the when Americans started to get DDR Max Two in the arcade. And so there was this guy who he his parents would drop him off, and like Cho, it was obvious that there was something mentally wrong with this guy. I I tried to get to know like back then I was a pretty naive kid, and so anybody I saw playing DDR, I just automatically assumed I could talk, you know, I could walk up to them and talk to them. And at the time I was probably 16 or 17 maybe, and so my folks dropped me off at the arcade and then this guy was here and he was a little bit older than me, probably in like mid twenties. Uh, but he would always be playing DDR. And so I, I went to go meet a friend <laughs> and, uh, my friend was already there and he, and my friend was annoyed. Like my friend came there prepared. He, he, he brought a, a, a bucket of tokens and he was there to do some work. So he's going to be there. He's going to be there playing games. And I liked hanging out with him because he would, he would always hang out tokens, you know, like, Hey, you want to be my friend here? I'll give you $2 worth of tokens, you know, that, that type of guy. But because this kid that was playing the, the, the mentally challenged guy, he would always play like basic songs and like beginner charts. And he would never, he would always play like the same, like two or three songs, right? Like he would never switch from there. And so, it, it was not very fun to watch, in other words, you know, and when you're an impatient teenager, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, this is boring. I don't want to, I don't want to sit here and, and, and wait, I, you know, you just kind of want to play the game, especially since the game is new and it's fresh, it just come out. So that was enough, but then my friend would go up and he'd play, we'll just call him Terrence. Terrence would start playing. And then this mentally challenged guy would come up and ask, basically in so many words, hey, do you mind if I play with you? Like, can I play a two-player with you? And so Terrence was like, okay, uh, that's fine. Yeah, that, that's cool. So he'd play one side, and, and then the other guy would play the other side. But what was annoying was the kid would, like, instead of asking you what song you wanted to play, he would just, just go and pick the song. And it was almost like he wouldn't even give you time to change your difficulty. He would just go scroll, scroll straight to the song, super quick, pick it, and then so Terrence was sitting there stuck playing. You know, he's trying to be nice to the guy. He would he would get stuck there, and he'd have to play like I don't know, like Copa de la Vida, <laughs> with Ooh. like on beginner, you know, which to him was a to him was a complete waste of money, obviously. And so he he would continue to do that, right? And so Terrence finished his set respectfully, and then I got to play my set. And then Terrence went up again, and so I guess uh, at this point the the mentally challenged kid thought he was a friend with Terrence, and so he said, you know, he asked again. He was approached him and see, said if he, if he could play with him again. And then this time Terrence was like, nah, no, nah, you can't. Like I, I don't want you to do. I want to play some hard songs. 
and so the kid was insisting, insisting, insisting. Is like, no, no, I'm, so, you know, I'm sorry. It, with good reason, you know. Terrence wanted to play his songs, and so then this guy started crying. He ran off in a tizzy, went to the bathroom. Like I, I could see from the corner of my eye, like he, he, we thought we, we were going to get told on because you know we're dumb kids, but he goes and then like makes a beeline for the restroom, and so. We thought that was weird. We we felt bad, obviously, but we thought that was weird, right? So we don't see this kid for the entire set. Like my friend plays his whole set, he gets an extra stage, and all that. He finishes up. Still no word from this kid. Like don't see him anywhere. And then uh, I, I guess the kid's parents came to pick him up because like the entryway was like in line with like visible line with where the DDR machine was. And then so we see we see the mom like call for the guy, and then he he comes out of nowhere like he comes out from the shadows. He said, "Oh, okay, well he's gone now, you know." So I say, "Hey, Terrence, he's gone. You know, we can we can play our games, blah blah blah." So we finish up, we play for like an hour, and then I decide to go. After a while, you know, you work up a sweat, you get a little thirsty, so I decide to go to the restroom. <laughs> and and the restroom is where like the, the water fountain is like they have a water fountain there that's public and then it's sort of like a water fountain and then you can go left or right and go either either or into the men's or the women's restroom it's kind of like that kind of a layout so i get some water and then i i look to my right which is where the restroom is the men's restroom is and i see like like a streak on the wall and I, and I thought to myself that's that's weird why is there like i i couldn't like the lighting wasn't that great so it looked almost like a like paint or something, like someone had taken a paintbrush and painted a bit on the wall. So I, I finish up getting my water and I, I decide to go into the restroom to 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 investigate. So I turn the corner and I swear to God it was like a murder scene. This guy apparently had taken a dump and used his poop like crayon and smeared all of the walls. <laughs> <laughs> with crap like the walls he had it on the mirrors he had it on Ew. like he had it on the 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 partitions between the toilets it was <laughs> it, it was obvious he had stepped in it so because there was like footprints on the ground <laughs> it was just like it was everywhere and i i guess he was so distraught that he couldn't like play doubles with this guy <laughs> It was just, it was gross. It was just completely gross. So I, I, <laughs> I go out there and I tell one of the people at, at the counter, like, Hey, you know, I hate to tell you this, but like your, 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 your toilets are, your, your men's restroom is completely trash. And like the, like the surprising thing was that they knew exactly who it was because apparently this kid does this like at least once or twice a week. And because of his mental condition, they they felt bad about like not letting him get kicked out of the place. This was apparently also the same guy who, at one point, <laughs> when the they they had skee ball machines behind the DDR machines. So like you, you could play DDR. DDR was like up against the wall, and then if you're playing the game to your back was skee ball machines, like facing the in the opposite direction. And this guy was playing DDR. He, he he used to stomp really hard, which was like like crazy. Like it doesn't matter what song he was playing. He's like he was constantly just slamming super hard on the pads. Uh, there was a bunch of kids. Yeah, <laughs> eat the poop. <laughs> 
there was a bunch of kids uh, playing with the ski balls, and they were throwing them up and down. Uh, they were playing with them like properly, but like every once in a while, the ski balls would like fall out from the track. And I, I don't know how in the world this happened. Like I've, I swear I've never seen this happen before. But like the ball, like one of the kids, you know how sometimes when you're when you're bowling, like if you don't have a good grip on the ball and you you reel up like on their backswing, like your ball sort of falls out of your hand and rolls the opposite direction. That happened, but with the ski ball. And as this kid was like getting ready to stomp like super hard, like do like a jump and stomp onto the pad, a, a ski ball rolled onto one of the arrows. And I kid you not, this kid smacked <laughs> this kid smacked so hard on the ground that it drove the ski ball through the acrylic pad, like a perfect circle, completely smashed through the, through the arrow. <laughs> so that machine was out of <laughs> was out of commission for like the rest of the summer because apparently they couldn't get parts or something. So yeah, this guy is amazing. Uh, I don't, I never got his name. I, you know, well, I probably knew his name, but I don't remember it. But yeah, he was a real trooper, a real champion. <laughs> and those were my stories. Those were my famous arcade horror stories. Well, dang, I can't live up to that. <laughs> Stone Christ is just regular ghetto. I mean, the story that Cho, me, Enoch all have is just that all our stuff gets stolen. But that's pretty much expected for Stonecrest. Yeah, don't don't carry your stuff in bags if you're going to go to Stonecrest. Don't carry <clears throat> anything. It'll get stolen. Don't leave your stuff on the consoles either. Like, don't don't put your phone up on security X controls. Right. Don't do it unless you're not. Man. <laughs> awesome, Toaster. Do, do you have Do you have any stories, Toaster? Toaster causes most of my stories because it'll be I'm playing anything and then a sudden presence ends up behind me out of nowhere and it's Toaster. <laughs> All right, Toaster. Explain yourself. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't think I have any, um, any exact horror stories. Um, I've had a few instances where kids have, like, jumped on pads while I'm playing doubles, and I have to, and because of the way that I play dance games... Because I was a dancer before, I have to try not to kick them in their faces. <laughs> because of how I dance, I am very freeform. So especially if I am in the groove with a song, if a kid drops right on the edge of the pad, I may end up kicking them in their face. <laughs> and so there have been instances where I will basically deliberately fail a song because I am scared that if I kick this per kick this kid, little child, probably about two, three years old, in their face, that they might become unconscious. <laughs> so, so, so you kick with the intent of making your little kids unconscious? Is that right? <laughs> Basically, I've almost I've almost had an instance where I literally almost I think there was a kid that was probably a teenager or whatever the case may be, and I almost like deliberately hit them in their face, 
because I think they were trying to. I think they were screaming. I think they were screaming. Well, whatever the the the, the trick the trick is to be slick. Like you don't want to be obvious that you're trying to assault somebody, right? <laughs> you just... Why do you think I play see, DDR all the time? <laughs> see, see, for me, I'm fine with assaulting someone if they are irritating me. So it almost got to a point where I almost hit the kid in their face because they were trying to scream. And then there was one moment where I was playing DDR and I don't remember if I was playing doubles, but I know I was on the second player side and there was these two little Hispanic kids that were running around. Um, Probably, yeah, they were females and they ran up on the pad and started trying to match my movements. And then the little, I guess, four, three, three, four-year-old girl decided, okay, I'm bored now, and decided to push her sister onto me as I was playing a song. And I looked over, and I was like, y'all have five seconds to get the fuck away from me. (laughs) Before I decide (laughs) to put my hands on you or find your parents and you will give me $20 for fucking shit up. It's very specific. $20. And then they walked away. This is why no one grasses Toaster. They literally started running away. Toaster knows what's up. (laughs) I don't fuck around. I've had kids who I swipe twice and I've had a kid who will, I'll move away for a second because I'm trying to catch my breath and I have and I'll have a kid just run up and stomp right on the pad and activate my credit and I'll look at them and they'll look right back at me like I'm not shit and I'll and if anyone knows me I'm very fucking silent so if someone pisses me off they'll know and the kid looked at me for a good moment and ran off. And I'm like, you better have ran off because I would have chased after you. <laughs> Picked you up, brought you back to the cab, and then you would have swiped your card. Because now you wasted my credit and I'm going to waste yours. I don't like I don't like wasting money. And I especially don't like when little kids make me waste money. Mm. The thing about Toaster is just because he, a lot of kids will think, oh, he's in the middle of a credit. He won't possibly come from That does not stop him. <laughs> he's, right at, he's right after people. Toaster seems like someone I would not want to mess with. <laughs> or like, oh, you think I'll wait for Toaster to talk to him because he's in the middle of his pump round. It doesn't matter if he's in the menu. He will end up somewhere halfway across round one to find you and then somehow also bake it back to the selection before time is up. Yeah, basically. Jesus. <laughs> I, I I can I can literally, especially if it's on weekdays because there's nobody around. I could literally swipe my card, tap my pump card, get right into the menu, run off over to where Tekken is, grab me a drink, come right back, and I still have a little bit of time. Doing cross country arcade running. <laughs> Across the whole arcade. <laughs> well, all right, man. Well, thanks for sharing. 
the I um, the I, I think we got a few people left. Mecca, did you have any stories? Are you there, Leo? Is your mic on? He's not there. All right. What about What about you, Porky? Same deal. <laughs> I see. The, I see the typing in the chat already. So, all right, Pi. Nope. You got nothing to say. I have nothing. I haven't been to an arcade in the past fuck ton of time. All right, well, you guys, you guys gotta go, man. It's so fun. Why am I in this group again? No, that's all good. Uh, <laughs> Catfish has a story. He said it has something to do with poop, but unfortunately, um, he's at a place where he can't really talk. So, we'll we'll have to save the story for some other time, which I think is worth <laughs> mentioning. I'm pretty um, sure. I... Yeah, go ahead. No, I, did you get I that thing I sent you? Yes. You, you, are you talking about the dream thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got it. I've. Uh, I was actually. Uh, that my my intent was to start the show with a with a dream uh, theater, but I was gonna get Serena to animate it, but she's on a plane, so unfortunately she uh, can't okay. do it. Yeah. I think she's going to Chicago for some kind of. Uh, I have not forgotten about the Dream Theater. For people who have been keeping up with the podcast, uh, one, one of the earliest episodes we did, we did a thing called Wirt's Dream Theater, where uh, Wirt has a tendency to have very strange dreams, very vivid dreams, and he remembers them. And so I thought it would be funny to like animate them. And so you might, you might remember the story with the legend and his uh, water cup popping arcade dipping music. <laughs> Water cup still shows oh, it's up. Dipping music time. Yeah, yeah. If you if you if you have that dipping music Photoshop handy, you should go ahead and post that. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's Dream Theater uh, for reasons. But in any case, yeah, we we Word has had a couple of uh, dreams since then, and yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to get someone to uh, to draw the frames for it, but uh, she. Because I promised her that I would have her do it next, but she's—I uh, think she's went, she went to a convention or something like that. So maybe next week we'll have a uh, another dream theater. I mean, there, there's there's a whole bunch of production that goes behind it. We got music; it, it's great. I, I think you'll enjoy it. So if you haven't heard a dream theater yet, I guess it was our second episode. Maybe does that sound right? You can go back. It to was the one. It was the uh, the Gapan episode. Yeah, Gapan. So yeah, uh, go go check that out if you haven't yet. It's really funny. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Uh, DDR Storm is also happening this weekend. It's currently what? It's starting tomorrow, yeah, Friday. Vince and uh, Enoch are there, which is why they're not in the podcast tonight. I think they might still be driving, actually. Yeah, they're like... they're, pro- they're probably still going. It's a long drive, right? It's like nine hours. Getting hour. there right about now. Yeah, jeez. So, so unfortunately, they won't they won't be joining us. Uh, Vince had a couple of good stories too, <laughs> so maybe we'll save that for another time. Did I ever Vince tell has the... more like organization stories? For yeah, <laughs> yeah. V- v- yeah, exactly. Like that's what he mentioned to me. I do have another story, but I think I might have already told it on the podcast. The story about my two friends who who did the routine with the pads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you told that one. It's less horror story, but but more fun. And I don't know if you guys remember Matrix Walking. 
Yeah. Where, where you run on, where you, I, I, there, there was a time where a friend of mine who did that all the time dared another friend of his to Matrix Walk. It was on, it was on the, uh, it was actually an Adventure Crossing or Funsville at the time. And he, he ended up cracking the screen like an idiot because. <laughs> So for for those who don't know, matrix walking is when you it, it, freestyle used to be a big thing, bigger thing back in the day, and uh, people would do all sorts of different routines. And so, like often there'd be tournaments where you would do like a perfect attack tournament, and then you'd also have like a freestyle portion. And so, people would learn routines and dress up, and sometimes they'll do couples routines with other people, and they'll do dancing and actual dancing on the pad. And one of one of the more famous moves was a matrix walk. And so, what a matrix walk is is probably what you would imagine. Someone uh, typically you grab the the handbars on the pad, and then you run up on top of the machine. And so, like your legs, you would essentially be horizontally uh, across, like supporting your weight with your arm and your feet that are kicking on the screen. But the idea is you're not supposed to put your feet on the glass. Like the, the best place to, to do a matrix walk, like if you're going to do it at all would be to walk where, where the start buttons are on the, on the DDR machine, because that's like an actual reinforced portion, you know, but yeah, it's on the bezel of the, it's not necessarily on the screen protector portion, but like the bezel portion. And so my friend, uh, his name is Tay. He's, he's like a really thin guy. And he would always do freestyle. Like he loved doing freestyle routines on DDR machines. And so he knew how to do it. Like he properly knew how to do it. Sometimes if the leg levelers weren't down, like the every most DDR machines have leg levelers that you're supposed to like screw and lift the machine onto these four legs as opposed to the wheels. If they weren't down, there'd be times where like he'll do a matrix walk and like the the whole cab would push back because of his weight. But because he was generally lightweight, it didn't cause issues, right? But another guy that Tay and I knew decided he wanted to try to matrix walk. And lo and behold, he did it. Like, he did it twice properly. And then on his third go around, like, he ended up kicking a little bit too far high. And it, like, left, like, a crack in the screen. Like, it didn't shatter, thank God. But it, like, cracked the bottom part of the frame. And he wasn't allowed to play on that machine. Like, because <laughs> people were watching. Like, it wasn't, like, this was a regular thing. And so, like, the, the people that were working at the arcade thought it was fun, like, I guess. But when they saw that he did that, they didn't think it was fun anymore. <laughs> yeah so he he they didn't ban him outright thankfully but he couldn't play ddr like they basically told him you can't play ddr <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to think I, there was there was probably another story i have a horror story yeah go ahead um i actually don't know if anybody knows about this uh and it's not involving anybody else but myself really the, the horror is my own fault. Um, and I think it's apropos because I'm at the beach right now and it happened when I was at the beach several years ago. <clears throat> um, I went and found an arcade when I was on a beach trip. It was on the beach. Uh, and they had a solo machine, I think. But naturally, I was wearing sandals when we, when we walked to it from wherever we were staying. Um, so I decided to play barefoot, uh, 
and I'm playing on the machine and I got a crowd of some females watching and I was like, yeah, all right, I'm getting attention. <laughs> I look I cool playing this, this video game. That's definitely like not for nerds or anything. Uh, <laughs> and about halfway through the set, I was like, man, this, these pads feel sticky. Like, something's weird. <clears throat> um, and when I finished, I looked down and I realized that there's blood all over the pads. <laughs> Holy I, I, had, I had cut my toe and it was, I guess, deep enough that it didn't hurt, really. It was just bleeding <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and so these, these girls that were watching went from, like, kind of intrigued to horrified. <laughs> and... <laughs> And I didn't really have a way to like clean it up. I mean, like I went to the front desk. I was like, "Do you have some napkins or something? <laughs> Paper towels, maybe?" Um, <laughs> and yeah, that, that's about it. I was pretty embarrassed. <laughs> but that, that's a that's a fair warning to everybody: don't play DDR barefoot. Oh, that's awful, man. That sounds painful. Yeah. <laughs> it was like right in the crack of my big toe. Holy shit. I don't. I don't have that. I just have a, <laughs> a a story of almost like twisting my ankle. <laughs> what did you play, how, Private Duluth? Yep, because of how they didn't space it out. I was doing a routine with a friend and got caught right in between the pads of Infinity and Prime Two. Oh God! And oh no! As soon as I tried to. It out of it, I almost twisted out of it and almost twisted my ankle. Yeah, that sounds painful. I mean, the, the worst that ever yeah. happened to me was uh, I was playing Max uh, Max Unlimited, but I was playing Standard. Like, I, you know, I played DDR. Uh, like, DDR was my first Bimani game. And I was okay at it, but I was never like, you know, I wasn't the guy that was doing like the nines and tens. Like I, I pretty much like peaked at eights and maybe occasionally played nines. But I decided one day to play Max Unlimited, and it was not even like the the maximum difficulty. I think I was just playing standard mode, but it was still fast enough that I decided I would do it. And like, this was probably the one and only time where this happened in my DDR career. But it, uh, Max Unlimited has like a, a segment where there's like a bunch of jumps and stuff. I don't know if you guys remember. It's got like a lots of really fast jumps, and so I did those, and I fell. Like, but I like I compl- like I ate pad. Like it was so painful. Like I had to like I I limped off the machine. Like it was it was really terrible. <laughs> like people were watching and like they were intrigued at first, kind of. But like all I heard like when I slipped and I I could I could feel myself falling and it was like time slowed down and I could feel as like I I'm going to hit this pad so hard, and I could hear the. Ooh, <laughs> from like the crowd behind me as I was falling down. Yeah, I I, I had to I had to hang it up that day. I, I stopped playing for the. <laughs> I, I had just gotten to the arcade like thirty minutes prior, and I couldn't play anymore. I just basically had to sit it out. So, yeah, be careful. Watch your pads. Make sure they're dry. I I think what happened was I slipped on sweat, and so I I, I fell over because of that. I'm pre- I'm pretty sure. Anyway, <laughs> it's been a pretty productive show, guys. I, I I think these stories are pretty good. Oh, um, as mentioning 
from before the I have I still have no clue even though Marlon said that the games won't be shut down um as far as I know we don't know if we're getting all right so uh, this, this this whole sticker fiasco uh, what well the stickers need to be renewed what uh July it needs to be renewed by Saturday actually July is like that... that's when that's when they expire on June 30th they expire on the day of yeah okay so, so I don't up, know uh, inc- if they including, can hold off on it. including the day um I don't know because when I talked with the tech manager and I asked him what are we doing about it he's like well they have to they have to have, they have to give it to us by tonight or tomorrow. Is he uh, is he t- okay? Well, let me explain what's going on. As usual, round one does not have <laughs> does not have their stuff together, and, and basically, uh, there's like a series of stickers, like licensed stickers, and we we mentioned them on a previous show. The machines need the stickers to operate. Very it's stupid. But for some reason, round one is like now being like <laughs> super cop about making sure that all their machines are legally licensed and in, in order to operate. And uh, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> June thirtieth is the uh, the expiration date on those stickers. And so technically, if you don't have an up to date sticker, you can't run machines. And freaking toaster over here is spelling out doom and gloom for round one, saying that round one is going to be shut down come Saturday. <laughs> I did confirm. All, well, I did confirm with Marlon. Marlon said that they're not going to shut everything down. In all honesty, I have no clue what they're going to do because unless they can hold off on it until the day after, unless they can still use those games and make money off of them after, I mean, on day of June 30th, then is literally going to be down Sunday because they can't make money off of anything that they have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, like, what's stupid about this whole thing, which I think is ridiculous, When they, the only reason why they were even aware of these stupid stickers was because they got a shipment in of a new game, the Dance Rush, that we've talked about previously. And that's when they realized that 20 or so of their games were like operating quote unquote illegally because they had out, out, out of date stickers. And so then they ended up shutting those off too. Right. Like, like it was like included yep. some sound Voltex machines and yep. sound Voltex gun bullet X. Um, I one once two, two, two sides of sound Voltex. I think one of music, Sum Sum was down, I believe. There and then there was a bunch of I think redemption games that were down too. So it's like it's it, it's dumb because they knew about it, or like at least I, well, you think that they were what they were aware of it, and for whatever reason, like now all of a sudden we're going to be letter of the law and make sure that we're good on the stuff. And so I'm kind of freaking out because I was planning on coming to round one this weekend. For anybody who didn't didn't know. To meet up with a friend of mine, Dot Phase, who's been on the podcast before, and he's coming from four hours away to come to round one, and so it would 
kind of suck if you had to come over here and like none of them, you know, lo and behold, the, the machines quote unquote are broke. Arcade machine broke. I want to try Saturday. I mean, early at least, so that way when y'all get in, y'all could at least have some time to play because yeah, I have no clue. When I go up there tomorrow, I'll probably ask what's going on, but. Other than that, I have no clue what's going on because there were some guys that were there already, and I'm like, shit, I want to play Saturday, but I can't play Saturday because we might not be able to play Saturday. All right, well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. We'll still show up. I mean, regardless, we're going to show up. Wasn't there, like, didn't someone here print, like, a meme sticker related to that? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you have that handy, Kevin? <laughs> I rely on you. I rely on you for memes. Uh, hold on, I can get it. <laughs> Somebody like bought his shirt with that. Was it Enoch who made that, or who who yeah, made it? Enoch made the sticker, but other people made stuff out of it. And someone <laughs> on their ITG machine actually put that on there. Fortunately, it's not in public because holy crap, that'd be a bad idea. Right. <laughs> I'm so tempted to print out a bunch of this. <laughs> <laughs> Once you guys see this, you'll, you'll understand. I mean, I don't know. I think the whole thing is stupid. Like, I understand operating within the, the letter of the law, but, like, they were completely unaware of the fact that those other machines were operating, quote-unquote, illegally. So I don't know what the big deal is. I Honestly, they should just do their job, right? Like, go get the stickers. Like, what's the hang-up? But, I don't know. I don't remember if um, he said that they have to bring it to them or if they can go up there. I can't remember. Well, according to other uh, DMB staff that I've talked to, like, Blake, I've talked to about it, like, it's as simple as going to the office. Like, supposedly, the reason why round one... Why, why they just won't send someone to, to the op, like to the government building where they hand these things out it's because round one already has purchased them like as a company they've already purchased them for their lice for their machines but it's like if, if that's the case then where are they like why don't we have room are they in Japan like if they're in Japan they're not they're not in a place where they need to be so I don't know that that's a horror story all in itself <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see Knox is in here. Do you have any stories, Knox? Do you have a mic on? I see you blinking, but I can't hear you. Uh, okay, um, I, I just joined in while you guys were talking. Uh, what, what, what is the topic? So the topic is any type of arcade horror story. So something that may have happened to you or something that you may have experienced while at an arcade, anything like that. Maybe if you kick some kids like Kevin. There have been a lot yeah. of there have been a lot of kick kid kicking stories <laughs> tonight. Um I don't got anything I, I can think of offhand, but um if I think of something I'll probably speak up. All right, that's cool. I mean, yeah, we're we're nearing the end of the show, so I'm just trying to round off with any other interesting, interesting stories. Isaac, do you have any stories? Yeah, there you go. That's the sticker. Actually, on Knox's machine. That's amazing. 
Um, I have a few stories. Can you hear me well? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, there was one story back when Red Carpet Lanes was open. I don't know if you ever went there. It was off of Steve, close to Steve Reynolds Boulevard near the Pleasant Hill area. Mm-hmm. And I was playing a supernova, and this like fat redneck guy came and like <laughs> started like goof, like goofing around, dancing, and then he like grabbed my arm and then started slapping my ass. The fuck? <laughs> that's literally that's literally assault. Like what's going on here? So like I didn't really do anything about it. I was just like, oh, I guess that happens sometimes. <laughs> okay. And then um, there was another story. I remember this one group of like kids was annoying my brother Ish. And he, like, went to his truck and got his baseball bat out. Oh, yikes. And he just, like, kept it at the side. He was, like, super pissed about what was going on. So, wait, wait. Um, Ish pulled out a baseball bat? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. He didn't hit anybody with it, but he it was just still funny. He came prepared. That's right. <laughs> Um, what other fun stories? Uh, I had a funny story in mind, but I can't remember it now. I could, uh, you could get back to me if somebody else wants to recollect on some fun stories. I don't think I've asked, uh, I don't think I've asked Argent yet. Do you have a mic, Argent? No mic. Oh. Argent quoted the uh, the very famous Twitter that Blake Hess has started. I I wanted to give a shout out to that Twitter. It's just hilarious. Kevin, do you have the link handy? <laughs> what do we need link to? The uh, that Twitter that Blake started. The uh, oh, yeah, typical what was it? Typical consumer or t- I forget what it's called. Yeah, hold on, let me get it. It's a great Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> FEC guest, that's what it FEC is. FEC guest, there you go. Typical FEC guest. <laughs> Twitter.com forward slash FEC guest. That's all one word. Check it out. If you can't see it already, <laughs> uh, then I recommend you type that URL in. One of my most favorite things to do is play skee ball, except I roll the balls up my neighbor's lane instead of mine. I'm just generous like that. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty good. Now, th- now, those are based on real stories, right? Like, is that is that, is that the idea? <laughs> uh, yes. All of these are things that at least have happened once. <laughs> so check that out. It's uh, I think almost pretty... all these are guaranteed to have happened multiple times because this kind of stupidity is surprisingly common in arcades. Yeah, well, America. Let's clarify, uh, American arcades. It's a. This doesn't seem to happen in other countries, at least as long as I can tell. I mean, the worst that they'll do to you in Korea is you'll get you'll have someone pick murmur twins for you, or get punched in the face when you lose a fighting game. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> getting, getting punched. Actually, that sounds pretty bad when you phrase it that way. <laughs> Cho, did you get punched in the face? Is that what happened, or did you just get punched in the arm? Yeah, face. <laughs> Cho, Cho typed a story while other stories were going face, on. Face and chest. 
he beat some yeah, guy. He beat he he beat a guy in a fighting game, and then got assaulted after the fact, like in real life. What was that? Chi- Actually, I think the real horror story. What was that Chinese arcade where like an extreme amount of bleeding happened after a fight broke out? Yeah, <clears throat> I read that article. It basically like a guy got stabbed, but he got stabbed on, on a very important like artery and the photos of the aftermath is like really the worst thing like uh, apparently both people were fine like the, the, the other guy got arrested but the guy who got stabbed is still alive but essentially like it looked like like a bloodbath like someone had taken a water hose and filled with blood and sprayed it all over the all over the candy cabinets i have cool. the picture if we're okay with posting that in the show uh, let's let's not I, i'm posting this on youtube <laughs> so if you google the story you can find it it's pretty gross <laughs> It looked like a murder scene. Like it's really bad. You're you're actually wondering how someone can be okay after seeing this image. Like my <laughs> word, the old story. Some of you was never born. Is it <laughs> what? Uh, when I when I got hit, so some of you was never born and dead. That's true. Uh, it... It was a different. Yeah. It was a different time back then. I was. I was as a kid. Yeah. Cho was a kid, and Pi did not exist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Isaac. Did, did you did you come up with another good story? Nothing Team McDonald's related. There are a lot of great Team McDonald's stories. None of them are really horror stories. Um, there was one time... I had a McDonald's horror story, but I don't think it's related to the topic. Oh, no, no. No, that's always relevant. Okay. So, imagine a McDonald's drive-thru where you can merge from two, um, from two different ways. Okay. Like, two different directions. Now imagine that happened, <clears throat> and imagine the and imagine my sister was uh, my sister and I were at McDonald's, and my sister merged her car in before some other woman who was also trying to merge in. So she threw a water bottle at us, and that's the story. <laughs> Thank you. Were you guys okay? I hope they didn't break any glass or anything, did they? Nothing. And she also flipped us off with both hands. Beautiful. Just gotta love people going to McDonald's. Alright, well, if we have to, if we have a story, we've got time for one more. And then we can end the show. I guess. I think the only weirdest last story I ever have is before we moved I don't know why I'm saying we like I work at one one I don't. You do. You're an honorary person apparently. Walmart. Well, basically, I work at Walmart and around one. Come to me for all of your needs. Um, the only other weird story that I have, almost, almost like Cho's story about a guy with um mental issues, um. There was this old guy, I don't know if he was homeless or whatever, um, but I was playing punk, and then 
I guess he was watching me and this was on like a real dead day. And I just hear in the in my ear just someone going, Yeah, you can do it, yeah. Go get that beat. I'm like, hmm. Like it it scared the shit out of me. Get that and beat. And then he decided <laughs> to grab the bar and just decide to hit it on time with the beat. And I'm holding on to the bar. And he grabs the bar that I'm holding and just starts beating on it. What? And I didn't know what to do because this was a grown ass man and <laughs> I'm just twenty five years old. So I don't know what I'm going I don't know if I'm if I need to tell him to back off or what do I need to do. I mean, I was told to respect my elders. So I said nothing to him. And it just kept happening. And then on my next song, he's like, yeah, man, you were good. Go ahead. Get that beat. And it <laughs> it confused me to no extent. And then actually, actually, I think Cho was there. I just don't think he remembered. But he was there and he was playing 2DX and and I well, think I the guy walked around and was watching him and started yelling towards him at the same time. <laughs> Get that beat. <laughs> Get that Get that beat. Nice. You see, it's, oh, it sounded Lord. like what you were describing was was a ringside fight and this guy was <laughs> there like coaching you on or something. <laughs> I have I have no clue what was going on. He was as soon as I got done with the song, he was yeah, like, "It's a rhythm yeah, game." Yeah, man, man, you were good. You you got your own personal hype, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't doubt the doubt, doubt the uh, help of a hype man. It works. <laughs> get, get, get hype, bro. It didn't help me at this point. It just it made me worse because I can't handle people yelling towards me in my ear, especially when it's a ratchet mother rat oh, I can't say that. <laughs> even though I'm black, I can't say that word. There are um, there are kids in this chat, so thank you. Yeah. <laughs> they're currently um, face down uh, the floor because I kicked them, but they're definitely here. <laughs> <laughs> they're there were there were just black people just around me just especially when I'm playing pump it's just oh my god hit it boy hit it hit it hit it and I'm like mm, this is not what I want to hear get at four beat. o'clock in the afternoon get that boy <laughs> if, if Deliverance ever got the Monty Focus sequel I imagine it sounds something like this <laughs> oh Jesus. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, I just, I just remember, just remembered something. Uh, and I think we have one of these. Or don't, yeah, we do. We have, yeah, there is definitely one of these at the round one. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Now I'm just expecting to go to round one and see that guy all over that machine. Yeah, man, I'm getting that beat. I'm hitting it. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have not seen him since the last time that I saw him last year. <laughs> no. We hope he's still I think he's homeless because he had a backpack and everything. So 
Yeah, maybe maybe nope. he was maybe he was just passing on through. Oh, <laughs> I should th- this isn't a horror story, but I should mention that Wirt once got uh uh shouted out on Instagram Live. <laughs> <laughs> you should tell people about that. That was pretty funny. So yeah, I was playing Drumania, and I mean th- it actually happens kind of frequently that somebody comes up and is like, "Yo, do you play drums for real?" Um, <clears throat> I think. These days, I, I just say yes, even though it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, if I had a set, I could probably, I'd be fine at it, I'm sure. But yeah, like, people are impressed. And this dude, like, I've had somebody once ask me if I, like, he, he gave me his, uh, his Instagram and his SoundCloud. He's like, yeah, if you ever want to make a beat. Or something and what? this other dude <laughs> this other dude like <laughs> took video of me <laughs> <laughs> so yeah this guy took video of me playing drums and and <laughs> the video i wish i could find the video i was looking for it earlier but i couldn't find it but he's like got himself in the frame too so he was doing like a like a a selfie shot with me behind him right yeah and he's just like He's just like, yeah, yeah, and like throwing his hands up and whatever. <laughs> we hear, we hear at, at Stonecrest, <laughs> basically pushing up. That, that reminds me of another thing that did not. <sighs> um... <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> It's okay, Toaster. We're, we're already at the end of the shows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, look. If I could end it on this note. Um, okay. So I was on pump, and I got done with, I think, about three sets because I'm a madman. And as long as I have a five-second rest, I can go for about two, three more sets, and I'm finished. But, um... That sounds wrong in the wrong context. Dancing machines. Um, <laughs> so I was doing doubles, and then this guy walked up to me after the fact and was like, hey, man, you're a good dancer. Here's my card. Be in my music video. And I got confused. <laughs> because Wait, I don't get asked questions like that. Yes, this was for real. I don't get asked. That's legit. And I didn't know whether to take him up on his offer or not. And I'm and I'm like, bro, uh, the last time I like actually danced was like ten years ago. Um, if you want, I can try. And he's like. Yeah, man, if you do exactly what you did on that machine, you'll be great. And I'm like, all right, um, how do I get into this? Here's my card. Great. Um, how long do I have to decide? You have until next week. Great. Next week comes, I fucking forgot about it. Oh, my God. And then <laughs> he came up and was like, yo, man. I missed you, man. Where were you? And I'm like, 
bro, I had work and I had other stuff to do. Um, how about next time? And he's like, here's my card. And I still have this man's card to this day. It's it it has been like a month. Um so yeah, if you guys don't see me, um I'm currently shooting a fucking music video. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, good to know. <laughs> well, all right, guys. I think uh, I think we should we ought to wrap it up. <laughs> we spent a lot of time on the show, but I think it was a pretty fun show. I appreciate your stories. That was pretty funny. <laughs> oh yeah, I never talked about a monetary value. He was going to give me like probably like about five hundred dollars. What? Yeah. Now whether he'll actually do it, that's yeah, a different Yeah, that's a different story. Or whether or not you end up with no kidneys after the fact. It's a different yeah, story exactly. <laughs> and it was, it was real sketchy because the man didn't really have a business card. It was just on like a piece of paper. Nice. Well, I think you dodged a bullet. <laughs> so. this, is what it, this is what it means to work with black people. When... <laughs> All right. Well, guys, I want to thank you again for joining here with us. Thank you for listening, and, and thanks to the uh, audience here for providing their stories. It's been really funny. I appreciate it. I guess we'll see you Everyone, guys next week. Everyone, please push up Stonecrest on Saturday. Yeah, if, if, if you guys can make it, on, <laughs> if you guys can make it on Saturday, please show up. That'll be fun. But uh, everybody, say uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.